Hey, everybody. Welcome to The Daily Objective. And today we're going to be talking about some news that uh, emerged on Thursday that you may have heard. Uh, a guy named, a man named Kevin Samuels passed away unexpectedly in his uh, mid to late 50s. And he was a very popular, very um, controversial star that got very famous over the past year and some change, maybe the last couple of years. Uh, and I did a solo episode about him previously. So you might want to go back and watch that at some point uh, to kind of get kind of more of a deep dive into what the message he was sending and, and some of my thoughts on it. Um, so I said a lot of positive things in that episode, which I think were correct. My opinion of him over the last several months since since doing that episode I think I've gotten a little bit more negative just in terms of, well, some things I'll get into a little later. I don't think it, I don't think anything I've learned about him invalidates some of the positive things I pointed out last time, but I'm sorry to say, you know, in the aftermath of his untimely death, I've got some more criticism of him uh, this time around, but, uh, and I, and I think Mr. Samuels of all people would agree that the show must go on, you know, that I, I mustn't uh, withhold my opinion uh, due to his death. Uh, the cause of his death is, as far as I can see, still unknown. We don't really know. Uh, we know it had something to do with um, his chest. So I don't know what uh, he and he's he's a skinny guy. So it was not like obesity, you know, causing cardiac arrest. It could have been drugs. And again, he's a statistics guy. So I don't think he would be highly offended by me speculating that it was something to do with drugs causing his heart to fail. But it could have just been, you know, late being in your late fifties brings about new uh, health surprises uh, tragically. So we don't know. I don't know. Okay, like I said, he was very popular. He was uh, highly. He was a black man. He was highly focused on addressing the so-called black community, and uh, a lot of his vocal audience were black people in America. And um, some of the well, some of the points I made last time that I'll run through now is. Um, he kind of looked like Malcolm X, like he had he's like skinny with wearing a suit and, and glasses and oh, like stayed very calm. And, you know, like it was rare to kind of see him um, lose his cool. And he so so he kind of had a he had a, an image he was always sort of um, holding on to, which is kind of like starting to speak to some of the things about him that I started to kind of like think were kind of phony. It's like at a certain point, if you're not being real with the audience, like if you're not ever showing any vulnerability, like you're not ever kind of exploring things in real time, ever showing any curiosity, then and to that degree, you are a charlatan, I think. So he was no saint, I'll say. He was not a god among men. He he was a bit of a BSer, a little of, a little of a, of a salesman, to use that word uh, a little pejoratively. And uh, it makes for great entertainment, and it could make, <clears throat> excuse me, for... Uh, a great sales pitch and for great advice often, which I think in some ways he gave, but also um, you got to be real. You've got to be real with the audience or else you're, you're not bringing out the best in the audience at a certain point. Um, so he advised um, his audience to work on themselves, which I think is the ultimate positive message he was sending. So that's something that whatever you think of his advice I think there was an implicit individualism, which is, which is great, uh, especially, I'm sorry to say, when you look at the history of uh, self-appointed black leaders, you know, people who, who uh, speak 
for the blacks and to the blacks, like we are as like galvanizing them and telling them what to do. All too often, you you see these so-called black leaders, they go to college and they learn, you know, capitalism is evil. Individualism is white supremacy. And um, they pass that message along to the community. They say, you know, capitalism did this to us. We're suffering because of capitalism because of, the, you know, and everything that uh, basically capitalism entails. That is, you know, being you know, individualistic, rational, uh, chasing your own values, your own dreams and putting yourself above the community that is acting white, you know, being educated and assimilating. Basically, if I had to pick one word, assimilation is, quote, acting white. So uh, to, for a very long time, I think um, so-called black leaders have discouraged assimilation. And as much as the word assimilation might turn people off, it, it, like it sounds like losing who you are, like you're you're uh, throwing away rich traditions and and things like that. I actually think assimilation properly understood is a wonderful thing. It means uh, to me, it, it invokes individual people, each individually saying, here's the life that I want. And they and and they they assimilate into an individualistic culture, a culture that allows you to be individualistic, a culture in which an individualist is able to act on his values. And that is what I think is the uh, the legacy of America, like the real legacy of America. Immigrants coming to America and assimilating, forgetting where they, quote, came from. Because, uh, look, nothing against, quote, culture, nothing against food, nothing against, uh, I don't know, scholarship, all the things that your ancestors may have left you. But also uh, other people's ancestors did plenty, too, that you can benefit from. And people currently walking this earth are creating wonderful values for you. And why? And if you have certain uh, first-handed values that you choose, like, why should you give up this much? I'm holding my index and my thumb together. If you're not watching this visually, why should you give up this much? Like, you know, if, if you want to marry outside of, you know, if you want to marry someone of a different skin color than you, you're, you're lucky. You're lucky. You found somebody that you want to marry. Everybody should celebrate that you're getting married. Not one person should give you any amount of guilt for who you choose to marry. But all too often the message that, you know, so-called black leaders have, preached is uh, marry within the black community, right? With the black community needs, uh, needs you, right? You need to breed, you need to, and it's not, this is not exclusive to the black community. I mean, I think there's parallels to this in other communities as well. You know, the, the, the Jewish uh, community, whatever the, the, uh, the Zionists, you know, I think uh, similarly to the black community uh, in uh, facing horrible persecution, galvanized, to look for ways to get away from persecution. And so far, this is very noble and good. But what's the end goal, I ask? Like, what's the end goal? Is the end goal individualism? Because if, it's, if the end goal is collectivism, if the end goal is subjugating your own values to the you know, supposed requirements of the collective, of the group, then count me out, I say. So it, is, it was great to see a very popular guy like Kevin Samuels, a very, very popular um, advisor, uh, sort of father figure to a lot of the audience, I think, or just teacher to a lot of the audience to see someone telling people, asking them, like, ask yourself, what do you want? He would ask his callers and he would ask the audience sort of generally, what do you want? Who do you want to marry? Do you particularly want to, like, he's, if he's speaking to a black caller or a black audience member, do you particularly want to marry someone who's black as well? 
in, and that's not a uh, leading question. It's just kind of like, which, which is it? Like if the answer is you only want to marry someone who's black like yourself, then, okay, here's like, here are the, some of the statistics. Like here, uh, here's how many uh, blacks of the opposite sex are single, like statistically how many, like, and here's what they tend to choose in their, in a partner. So he was, uh, he was asking people like, um, what is it that you want? And if you want to marry someone of a different race, Kevin Samuels was not there uh, urging you against your chosen values. He was simply asking these questions, asking people, what do you want? And once you've answered what you want, um, how are you going to get it? So there's something, uh, something very individualistic about that. And also he was pro-capitalism. I mean, he was not saying, you know, capitalism hurt us as, as the black community. He was not saying that. He was not saying socialism is the answer. He was saying, get yours, make plans. He t- so he told men, uh, work on your careers. And he told women, and this is where the controversy, the controversy really starts to uh, be seen. He told women, basically, uh, you don't really need a career. Like you should work on being as attractive as you can and um, landing the best man that you can to provide for you and for his kids, like the kids that you're going to have with him. So very controversial. So you can definitely hear people taking issue and saying like, what do you mean? Women need a purpose as well. Women want a purpose. Women are human beings. Um, But to Kevin Samuels, he's uh, he, he just seems to have such a materialistic view of people. And he seemed a little influenced by some of this evolutionary talk that we see uh, very often where like they don't really um, pay attention to like free will. They don't pay attention to, um, um, you know, what, what Ayn Rand calls sense of life. So when it comes to like romantic attraction and stuff, people are often I mean, often I think people are always they're They're drawn to something that is not a dollar amount or a particular look like they, they people meet each other and they never even they weren't even looking for this type of person that now they realize they're they're in love. So I think if I can steal man Kevin Samuels, I think he would answer what I just said and say all those things being equal, that there's such a thing as sense of life, that there's such a thing as actually loving somebody for who they are and all that. All those things being equal, he would say. High earning men tend to have more uh, options and very attractive women who are also pleasant to be around tend to have more options. So. I, Kevin Samuels, am advising people to work on themselves in those respects. So men work on your careers and women uh, don't have a bad attitude and, you know, be motivated to to make yourself as attractive as possible. And not bad advice, I think. I think it's great advice. Some of the connotations of it, I think, can upset people. Um, But I mean, just I mean, generally speaking, uh, work on yourself and ask yourself, what is it that I want and what's the best way to get there? So he was so Kevin Samuels was highly focused on statistics, highly focused on statistics. Um, and yeah, of course, people are not statistics, right? People, again, they have free will. Um, you so if you're here's my thing, it's like if you're an exceptional person, if you know you're exceptional, then you don't really need uh, statistics, right? Like, you, you know, you know that you're unique, you know, you're you'd be impossible to replace, you know, that you're the prize. If you know all that, then then you're good. And so maybe Kevin Samuels would say, look, I'm mostly speaking to like more average people. That's as far as like my thought process can go down that route right now. But um, um, yeah, this uh, sort of spirit of self-improvement, I think, is his strength. Uh, the fact that this is a very, very popular um, 
like figure in the so-called black community, I think is of historical significance. It's maybe he's not the first of his kind, but it's definitely not, uh, not a lot. I mean, a lot, all very often and all too often the message that black leaders have given their, their congregants or whatever their audience is, you know, capitalism screwed us. The white man's capitalism screwed us and we should marry within our own race and you should choose your career according to what the the black community needs. You know, uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson once told a story, you know, the, the scientist Neil deGrasse Tyson, he said when he was choosing a career, he, he, he was going with astrophysics and somebody in his community. I don't know if it was like a, a high ranking uh, member of a clergy or uh, or of the NAACP, whatever it was, somebody told Neil the black community cannot afford to have you be a, an astrophysicist. The black community cannot afford, afford that. Basically, like the black community needs these professions right here. They, they don't need an astrophysicist. So, so for you to pursue astrophysics is too selfish, right? Isn't that disgraceful? Imagine telling a, a young man with a dream, your passion, your career doesn't benefit your community. So forget about it. Absolutely disgraceful. And that is certainly not what uh, Kevin Samuels was telling the audience. He was he was advising men pursue a career that can make you money. Again, you don't have to take his advice. You might say, I want to be, you know, an, an elementary school teacher because that's my passion. And I'm fine with making much less money than a uh, Goldman Sachs uh, finance person. That's for you to choose. But again, Kevin Samuels, he was kind of pointing at statistics and saying, like, men who earn above this amount tend to have a much easier time finding a really, really attractive and pleasant woman. And you take that into consideration, he would say. Um, so here are some of the negative things that um, that I kind of started to notice from watching his stuff uh, since the, the last time I've spoken about him on this show. Um, he's, he's a, he was a one trick pony at a certain point. It's like every show every day he was just doing kind of the same show over and over again. Same message. Same, um, just like saying, it's just like the same message over and over again, taking calls. And like, as soon as a woman would call in as no matter what she said, he would just go, you can't make this stuff up. You can't make this stuff up. Like, can you believe this? And like the whole chat room was like on fire, people making fun of her. It's like, is this really like, is this really the world you want to live in? So I, I, I kind of, uh, I kind of started to see him as like a bit of a, as a bit of a, I don't know. Is charlatan the word? Is um, um, yeah. It, I I don't know exactly, but I think you get the 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 point I'm trying to make. All right, here are some of the things that um, students of objectivism might dislike about about the message that Kevin Samuels was sending. Of course, um, there's no like spirituality to the to what he's talking about, right? There's nothing about chosen values and and uh, just kind of like what life has to offer. And like I said, sense of life, like the way the way people kind of interact with the universe, like the way people approach things can is a is a huge um, is a huge element of attractiveness and like what attracts people to one another. So there's no focus on that. It's all like materialistic. So students of objectivism like myself and a lot of you might think that Kevin Samuels is missing all of that. And again, if I can steel man him, I think he might answer that being equal, it's still a great idea to really, really uh, pay attention to your um, to kind of like what like what you're what, what you can do to work on yourself. Now, uh, something that students of objectivism might like about Kevin Samuels is 
it's kind of the same thing, like that he's so focused on material things. So I think kind of kind of like a immature kind of a primitive reading of Ayn Rand might make you kind of a materialist where you think like life is only about money and everything's transactional, right? Everything is a trade in like the material sense. Like I'll only give you what you're giving me. Right? It's just like kind of taking out that very uh, like uh, down to earth grounded element and just like everything's just like transactional. So they might be drawn to the message that Kevin Samuels is uh, pushing. Um Again, so like a degree of that is maybe a little bit misunderstanding what Ayn Rand is saying, a little bit even misunderstanding what Kevin Samuels is saying. And, you know, at the end of the day, material things very much matter. Uh, they are a requirement for living. Um, everyone has a certain lifestyle that they want. And, you know, and if women want to have kids and if they want to raise those kids in, in a city or whatever, Kevin Samuels is asking them. He's asking him, where do you want to live? How many kids do you want? Okay, here's what it would cost to have that lifestyle. And now, unless you make that amount of money, here's like, you're, you're going to want to marry someone who makes this much money in order to have that lifestyle. And men who make that amount of money tend to prefer women who do X, Y, and Z. And there it is. Um, I mean... Uh, there it is. Um, so I guess uh, in conclusion today, I would say see yourself as a value. I think that's kind of a positive thing to take away from uh, the sort of legacy of Kevin Samuels, the sort of uh, to, if you can abstract something positive from what he was doing, see yourself as a value, but also be aware that uh, you're not you're not automatically valuable. You're not like just automatic like to another person, like you're not automatically going to be attractive to another person. Ask yourself, like, what, what do you have to offer? Um, so yeah, what are you looking for? But also, uh, what do you have to offer the other person? All right. we got a couple super chats, Marilyn with $3. Thank you for that. Maria with five uh, euro says he rubbed me the wrong way at first, but he did push for individual accountability on both sides, men and women, which was good advice. Well, that's nice. Let's all uh, try to be more like Maria. Ali, the member says, quote, women work on your attractiveness, bro. No. I mean, uh, why? What's wrong with that statement? W women work on your attractiveness. What's wrong with that? Um, so I remember, uh, I guess I'll, I'll conclude here with a bit of a, like a bit of a, a story <laughs> that uh, from watching one of Kevin's uh, long monologues where he was talking to, uh, he was talking to what he presumed to be uh, black um, men watching. He said, look at like, what would help your, um, like what would help your, uh, career? What would help your career? Like, um, like being clean shaven, having short hair and dressing nice has been demonstrated to help men get ahead in the workplace. He would point out. And then he, he said, and don't give me this whole, Oh no, that's just the Euro, the European view of, of, of how we should look. Right. Kevin Samuels is saying, don't give me that. He says, if the money in your pocket has pictures of American presidents, then you're living in America and you need to look at how do men make it in the corporate world in America? So, um, you know, yes, it's like, you know, do you want to go through life having a chip on your shoulder? Like, oh, I don't belong in this country. Like, um, you know, I'm going to have dreadlocks or, or a crazy beard because, you know, I don't need to listen to, uh, 
I don't need to listen to what the white man tells me to look like. So you see, he he's giving men the same kind of message. He's saying like, work on your attractiveness. Um, like take care of the way you look among other things he's telling men. So, you know, he's not only telling women work, you know, uh, try to be as, as good looking as you can. And men are getting a blank check. He's definitely telling men like work on yourself and be quote competitive. Uh, Bonnie with $2 says, so no relationship by 35, you're a leftover woman. And like the, uh, mind, um, explosion look, I mean, I mean, uh, I don't know. I mean, I guess I would, look at it case by case. I think plenty of 35 year old women find love. Um, but I mean, the fact is men with, uh, men tend, men tend to, if they tend to go for more like 25 year old women oftentimes. So it doesn't mean a 35 year old woman can't find love. Anyway, facts are what they are. You know, uh, Marilyn with $2 says not if you work in tech and I don't know. Um, I don't know what you're referring to. Uh, Allie says, really, so many things like referring to like the literally just saying women work on your attractiveness. Like that's such an offensive thing. Anyway, uh, thank you for uh, thank you for your comments, everybody. Um, Hugh James says Kevin was the king of clickbait. Um, yeah, that absolutely is true. He loved uh, titles that were provocative. He loved using pictures that had nothing to do with the actual video clip. Uh, he definitely was innovative in the game of YouTube and Instagram. Like he would go live on Instagram. He would take calls over there. He would record those calls and then post them on YouTube in, in short clips. And then he would do YouTube uh, live streams on alternate days, which would in turn like just like just like this never ending uh, stream of like content that he was using and reusing. And I mean, he did. a He definitely. um he definitely was very good at what he did and um, made a whole lot of money. I mean, if you would watch one of his live shows or his video premieres, it's just people super chatting him constantly, just a lot, a lot of money, expecting nothing in return, like not expecting him to read their comments or anything like that. Sorry, there's a vacuum cleaner uh, outside of my home that you might hear. I can hear it. Certainly, it's a little distracting. Um, so, I mean, to me, that's like they're they're expressing their gratitude towards him, like they're expressing like you've improved my life. So I don't know. I would I would uh, I would be a little more benevolent towards him. All right. Maria with five euro says it's pretty simple, according to Kevin Samuels, quote, men want sex, a sandwich and silence. Yeah. So like that's one of the like the Kevin Samuels <laughs> quotes I'm not crazy about because. um It's like maybe kind of day to day, that's what a lot of men want like sex sandwich and a silence, like kind of day to day. That's a way to keep a man happy. But men want so much more, just like women want more than just money in the bank, right? Like women, uh, pe human beings want to grow together. They want to bond. So, um, you know, he obviously Kevin Samuels could have done a much better job um, exploring the nuance of things. But again, I think if he, if he heard me say this, he would tell me, I understand what you're saying, he would say, but I'm addressing the problem that that we're facing right now, which is women have been promised that they can completely let themselves go and completely uh, be uh, be annoying and unattractive. Men have been told they are entitled to basically. Well, I don't know. He didn't focus much on this, but 
in some cases. So like maybe he would say like black men have been told they can they can dress in a, you know, as as outrageous as they want and still get ahead in the workplace. And I, Kevin, am telling them, no, you need to you need to look at what actually works in the culture we live in. Um, all right. Daniel with five dollars says the manosphere is full of implicit materialists slash subjectivists. Evo, evolutionary psychology statistics create their reality. Yeah, absolutely. There's so much wrong, so much wrong with a lot of these like lifestyle and um, a lot of these like lifestyle and like dating advice channels and, and people and stuff like that. So you really like kind of have to work to um, to kind of sort through the good and separate it from the bad or like see if there is some good, abstract it away from all of that. But uh, but that's what I'm into. Like I'm, I'm curious. So I would I would approach this all with a sense of curiosity is, is the point I'm making. Um, um, yeah. Like Allie's still heckling me. You heckle me every time I talk about topics like this, Allie, but like, what do you want me to do? This is me. This is what I believe. Do you want me not to uh, have an opinion? Um, are you approaching anything with a sense of curiosity, Allie? Is that what you do? Obviously not. So I'm approaching things, trying to find the nuance, trying to look for, is there good in this very controversial figure? And uh, I get nothing but negativity in return. So thank you for that. All right, everybody. Thank you for joining us today. Coming up at uh, 8.30 UK time, it's James Valiant discussing Ayn Rand's essay, Consciousness and Identity. Uh, enjoy that. Thank you all for joining us today. See you back tomorrow on The Daily Objective. And goodbye. <laughs>